Everybody doing good? You ready for the word this morning? I want to share with you something about this series. We're in a series right now entitled The Gifts of Christmas. We just started last week. And in this series, The Gift of Christmas, we are looking at all the marvelous, wonderful gifts. Or I can't say we're, we're not looking at all of them. We're looking at a few of them. But we're looking at some of the gifts, these marvelous, wonderful gifts that the Savior brought to us, that God gave to us in the Savior. And I'm excited about this message today because we're going to look at the gift of peace. And I'm excited because I've never, ever taught it just this way. And so I saw something in Scripture that I think we need to see. And when we see it, I think it's going to help us enjoy His peace on a greater level. Now, some of you may already see this, and I know some of you are already doing it, and some of you are already enjoying his peace, but here's what I believe today. I believe that as I minister God's word to you, you're going to see more than you've seen before about this gift of peace, and the Holy Spirit's going to help you access it, and then your peace is going to overflow and bless the people you meet throughout this week. Here's what we believe about Faith Life Church. We believe that church is much bigger than Sunday. We want something to happen on Sunday, but we believe what happens on Sunday keeps you Monday throughout the week, and you're able to spread it. I love the fact that they were singing this morning, go tell it on the mountain. We could say, go tell it at your workplace, go tell it in your home, go tell it in the marketplace, but let's get into this message today, the gift of peace, but will you join me as we pray over this message? Father, we just, we are just excited excited about your word. We are excited about the gift of the Savior. Jesus, we celebrate you in this place today. Lord, I thank you that your word is alive and that as I minister your word, it brings life. It brings life to those that are sitting in this building. It brings life to those that are listening online and for those that will listen in the future. Your words are life-giving. Jesus, our giver of life. And Lord, in giving us life, You gave us so many wonderful gifts that we can access. And today, as we look at this marvelous gift of peace, Lord, I speak peace over this church. I speak peace over this community. Lord, I speak peace to every family, every marriage. Jesus, thank you for the gift of peace that you brought to us. And Lord, we receive your words right now in your name. Amen. Well, go with me, if you will, to the book of James. And I just want to remind you a a little bit about the gift giver. And God is the gift giver. He's the one who gave the Savior. James chapter 1, verse 17. It says, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Wow. We need to really believe that, folks. A lot of people, when they think about God, good and perfect aren't the first two words that come to mind. But here we learn that it is in the nature and the character of God to be a giver, and that the gifts that he gives are good, and they are perfect. Last week I said this, and I'll say it again. Don't get confused with God dealing with evil people 
That's one thing. But God does not bring bad things on good people or send bad things on good people. He never acts contrary to his nature. Now, God is a giver of gifts, and his gifts are good and perfect. Let me just define the word perfect, because it it really um, pertains to what we're learning about these gifts. And here's what he says about being perfect. This word perfect is defined as brought to its end, finished, lacking nothing necessary to completeness, perfect. You see, the gifts God give us help complete us, help mature us. So as we look at the gift of peace today, you're going to see that the gift of peace is one of the many gifts that the Savior brings so that we can have fullness of life. These gifts help complete the work that God began in us when we received the Savior. Listen, I know a lot of people right now that would get an incomplete on their paper, on their life paper. You know what I mean? If you're missing something, then look to the gifts that the Savior brings. Without Jesus and his gifts, our lives are incomplete. But we, if something's unfinished in our life, if there's a healing that we need to complete, if there's some growth, if there's some understanding, it can be completed. God will finish that work in us, and he will finish it through these gifts that the Savior brings. Now, let's look at the gift of peace. Let me take you to the familiar passage, many times used at this time during this season, and it's found in the book of Luke, Luke chapter 2, verse 13 and 14. And this is when the shepherds hear the announcement of the Savior's birth from the angels. And it says, suddenly, the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest heaven and peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. Wow. With the entrance or the birth of our Savior, peace came to earth. That means that regardless of how confusing Regardless of how painful, regardless of sometimes how hopeless it seems in this world, there is peace that can be experienced because when the Savior came, he brought peace with him on this earth. Wow. At the entrance of the Savior into this world, peace became available to all mankind. Listen, peace is possible. In a chaotic world because of Jesus. Jesus brought the gift of peace from God to man. Now now let's talk about that for just a moment. Because a part of you receiving these gifts that the Savior brought is for you to embrace the God that sent them. And so many times, instead of running to God, we run away from God. We shy away from God. We, 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 we kind of lean back instead of lean in. And, and think about this. He 
was so excited about bringing you peace that he had all the armies of heaven singing about it. God was so excited. Come, come on, parents. Don't you get excited when you've got just the right thing for your child for Christmas? Even sometimes as they grow up, you know, they get a little bit more expensive as they grow up. <laughs> But you're able to find it. Maybe it was out of stock and it wasn't going to come on time. And all of a sudden, we as natural parents, just a natural gift, something that we know they'll be excited about. We get excited. Listen, God was excited because he was giving the gift of peace to his creation. In fact, let me, let me read this to you out of the New King James, just Luke 2, 14. It says, glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. Now, we don't use the word goodwill a lot, but let me define the word goodwill for you. This word goodwill is defined as a kindly intent a willingness to do good and finding pleasure in doing so. God likes you. But God, God's not this austere God. Now, he's holy. He's righteous. I wouldn't misbehave in front of him if I were you. Uh, come on, you got to reverence him. But he's a loving heavenly father. His good will, God's good will toward men is seen in his willingness to give the gift of peace. In other words, it's God's pleasure to do it. I think Chick-fil-A made the little phrase popular, my pleasure. In other words, someone serves you and you say, oh, thank you for doing that. And they say, my pleasure. In other words, I didn't just serve you because I had to, or because I work here, but it is my pleasure. It pleases me to be able to provide this for you. Come on, parents. Doesn't it please you when you're able to provide something for your children? Mm. Well, God that day was pleased because he was able through the Savior to provide exactly what we needed, the gift of peace. And God's will, God's willingness to help us, God's willingness to provide for us was seen. And one of the greatest gifts or the greatest gift the world has ever received in the gift of a Savior God is saying, I love being good to you. I love providing for you. Listen, God made peace possible through the gift of a Savior. Now, let's define this Jesus kind of peace. Let's define this peace that the Savior gave. This word, this Greek word peace, is defined as security, safety, prosperity, felicity. Now, we don't use the word felicity a lot today, but I love the meaning of this word. This word felicity is defined as extreme happiness, enjoyment of good. How many of you want to be extremely happy? Well, this peace that God willingly sent through the gift of the Savior will make you extremely happy happy. And not only will it make you extremely happy, 
but it will allow you to enjoy the good. Now let's talk about that just for a moment because it's an important part of this gift piece because we live in a crazy world. We live in a world where things change suddenly. I mean, come on, folks. If we, if, if we didn't believe that before 2020, we believe it after 2020. I mean, you know, we thought, okay, the church is going to close for a week and we'll all be back at Easter. Easter came, Easter went. We live in a crazy world. You know, still, I mean, if you turn on the news sometimes, you, you hear four different things, and they're fighting amongst themselves. So there, there's so much strife. There's so much contention. One saying something else. I mean, somebody <laughs> lit up. I just heard it. I, don't, I, I watch enough news to stay informed, but I don't watch enough to become overwhelmed. Okay? But I, I did hear that somebody lit Fox's Christmas tree. I guess they don't like that. And then probably somebody else will like CNN or NBA. Come on, folks. They are not where we get all of our news from. We got news that's more important than that. We stay informed, but we look to the good news. We don't allow that news to get us upset and troubled. But we live in this world, and they are reporting what's going on in the world. But you need to remember that in the midst of this world, in the midst of whatever is going on, God says that you can enjoy the good things. Even if there's just one good thing that's going on, you can enjoy the good. But so often we're overwhelmed with all the bad. But when you have the peace of God, you see the good stuff. You see the good in your children. You see the good in your spouse. Now, I'll tell you a story. I love the weekends. And you might think I love the weekends because of Sunday, and certainly that is a big part of it. But I also love the weekends because Jeff just has a commitment that on Saturdays, he just will, he's extra cautious, and he's very good at it. He's very disciplined. And so on Saturdays, if I do something that aggravates him, he just waits till Monday. Because he's not, he just has a commitment that he's not going to mess up Sunday. And I was extra thankful for that last night because we came back from the Very Merry Christmas movie and he had to unload some things from his car. And so he said, hey, listen, leave your car outside the garage so I can unload all this and and then I'll back your car in and everything. Well, in the meantime, I'm getting ready for this morning and I need something out of my car, but it's outside the garage. So I go right outside the door, you know, into the garage and, you know, I'm just going to hit the garage button so I can go out to my car. I didn't see that. He was backing in, and so when I hit it for it to go up, it came down on his car. It's Saturday, though, folks. I'm okay. (laughs) And so I said, did I hit your car? He goes, yep. But he was so nice because it's Saturday, and then the good news is he has a business trip, so he won't be here Monday. So (laughs) peace at my house. But what I'm saying is is sometimes when little things happen in life, even the smallest little things, sometimes then we, we stop enjoying the good because there's so much bad going on. 
We're so worried about this. Now, I'm not saying that we're foolish. I'm not saying, let's be wise. We may need to deal with something. We may need to even confront something. But folks, peace, this peace that the Savior brings allows us in the midst of a world with so much bad going on, we can enjoy the good. We can enjoy the good things God is doing in our family. We can enjoy the good things God has worked in us. We can just enjoy enjoy be in joy in this world because of peace peace is safety peace is security it keeps us stable wow now we think about this peace is also defined and i love this definition the Greek scholar Spiro Zodiades defines it this way. He said, this gift of peace is a state of untroubled, undisturbed well-being. See, that's what this peace is really all about. It's not about your circumstances. There are some things you literally can't control. We can't control them. But in the midst of them, you and I, inside, can be untroubled even when what's happening is troubling, we can be untroubled because we know God will guide us. God will take care of us. We've put our trust in him. We can be undisturbed. Now listen, peace is the freedom from distress. So many people are under stress. And there's things in this world that will put you under stress, peace relieves every bit of distress, distress and lifts you up. Now listen, when we experience his peace, we feel safe and secure, we prosper and enjoy life. God wants us to enjoy life. Not everything that happens in life is going to be good, but God is good. And he does good things, and he works good out of bad. But here's the facts. Too often, we don't feel safe and secure. We feel insecure. We feel unsafe. We lack prosperity and aren't enjoying the good. We often have distressing thoughts. Any time we're experiencing distress in our lives, his peace is missing. How do we find the missing piece. Now, we, we go on uh, vacation, and used to, for years, we went to the mountains. And uh, anytime we had, usually we tried to stay in the same cabin, but sometimes we'd have to switch to another cabin because one wasn't available, or as the guys grew up, we got little bigger ones, and I could tell you about my worst cabin ever because I always choose the cabin and one year we were had just done the Dave Ramsey course, and so I was trying to save money, and I chose this little cabin, and we got there, and the boys were like, "What is this? It, can I just say it looked much better online than it did when we got there, but we made it through. But one of the things when we get to a new cabin or even an old cabin and we come back, they usually have a new puzzle or a puzzle there. So I love to put together puzzles when we're up in the mountains. But how many of you know how aggravating it is? Now, this is a puzzle I don't know, and of course, other guests have been there. And you get to the end, and there is a missing piece. Yeah, same way I felt. Well, how much worse do we feel in our life? 
we're trying to put our marriage together, trying to put our family together, trying to put our finances together. But there's just this missing peace, this stability. We feel unsafe financially. We feel insecure in that relationship. You see, peace brings security. I don't care how much money you have. That's not going to bring you peace. Jesus brings you peace. Now, he will help you meet all your bills because less money ain't going to bring you peace either. Let's get that straight. I'm not against having money. But I'm against money having you. Trust in Jesus and let him meet your needs. Let him bring. But how do you find this missing piece? Now, I'm going to get into now what I mentioned earlier as far as I'm going to look at something a little different than I've looked at it before. Share something in a different way that I've never shared before about accessing his peace. But let me just say this before we move to that. What's missing in our lives can always be found in the gifts the Savior brings. Don't ever forget that. If you feel like something is missing, look at the gifts that the Savior brings. Look at all the benefits of salvation, and you will find what's missing in those gifts. Now, let me read to you as we talk about accessing this peace. Let me read to you a familiar passage in Isaiah that speaks of the Savior. And here's what it says. It was a prophecy about Jesus. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. For a child is born to us, a son is given to us. The government will rest on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. When you meet Jesus, you meet the Prince of Peace. Hmm. I, I, I like to meet a prince. You know, you, you go somewhere. I mean, there's something about royalty. You know how many people follow British royalty? I'm over it, but... <laughs> Still, I, I still, the Queen Mother, she's amazing that she's alive and well and Prince of Peace. Now, let me define for you this word prince. It means captain, chief, keeper, lord, ruler, steward. It's also defined as having the powers of. Let me also define for you this word peace in the Old Testament. Completeness, soundness, welfare, safety, health, prosperity, tranquility, contentment. Anybody want any one of those or all of them? Well, Jesus is the prince. He has the power to hand out any of these. When he gives you peace, he's giving you these things. He's the prince of of peace. Now, if he were not the prince of peace, if he didn't have the power of peace, he may not be able to give you peace. But listen, he is the prince of peace. Listen, Jesus is the prince of peace, the ruler and the steward of peace, the one who gives peace. That means he has the authority to give peace to whomever, whenever. Mm. If you come to him, if you acknowledge 
Now, here's what I want you to see this morning that I believe is going to help you access the peace that this Prince of Peace that the Savior brought. Gifts. In fact, where's that little gift? Can you give me that gift? I got this pretty gift. How many of you, you would be happy this morning if I told you that I was about to give you this gift? Even though you don't know what's in it, you kind of trust that I'm a good gift buyer. Pastor Jane, surely she got me a good gift. Well, it's God. Surely he got you a good gift. It's a lovely, it's a beautiful gift. It's the Savior. You know what? Gifts are to be celebrated. You know what happens at Christmas time, especially if you have younger kids, even bigger kids. And I would try to fool my boys. I would put rocks in packages. You know, I would take little things and put them in big boxes and they would go, oh, that's mine. I'd say, how did you know that? No, because we know you, Mom. You're trying to hide it. But you know what they were doing by picking up all those gifts? They couldn't wait for the gift. They were celebrating the gifts. Folks, I'm telling you, we do not celebrate Jesus enough. We don't celebrate the gift. I mean, the world is famous for throwing celebrations. And they are throwing celebrations at Christmas time. I have nothing against them throwing celebrations and lighting up Christmas trees. But as the church, we got the real gift, their gift, what they're celebrating It's kind of empty on the inside. It's empty without Jesus. And yet they are celebrating. Where's the church? We got the real gift. We need to celebrate the Prince of Peace. When royalty comes, they pull out the red carpet. They celebrate. Listen, let's celebrate the Prince of Peace. And here's what I believe. With all of my heart and Scripture backs it up. And that is, Jesus is the prince. Oh, hold on. I'm not ready for that. Let me give you what we need to do is celebrate the Savior, celebrate his gifts. And let me give you the definition of celebration, and then I'm going to read what I was about to read. Celebrate means to acknowledge a significant or happy day or event. It means to praise someone or something, to say that someone or something is great or important to honor someone. Mm. I think we should be celebrating the Prince of Peace. If you want peace, if you want to find the missing peace, celebrate the one who is the Prince of Peace. Come on, folks. We've got to celebrate Jesus. There used to be this song. I don't even know when it was, if it was in the 90s or whatever, 80s, 90s. Celebrate Jesus. Maybe it's early. To celebrate. Come on. Celebrate Jesus, folks. We ought to be celebrating every day, every, every day, every season. Gifts are to be celebrated. Now listen, Israel celebrated the coming of the Savior. Do you remember when they were delivered from slavery in Egypt? Do you remember the Passover? And they were told to sacrifice the Passover lamb that represented Jesus, the coming Savior. Now listen to what God told them to do. In Exodus chapter 12, verse 14, he said, This day, this is a day to remember. 
Each year, from generation to generation, you must celebrate it as a special festival to the Lord. This is a law for all time. Wow. Jesus told the nation of Israel, you are to celebrate year after year after year the coming of the Savior. Come on, folks. If they could celebrate the fact that he was coming, certainly we can celebrate the fact that he came wow I'm just convinced we do not throw enough parties I mean the Jewish people Steve is Jewish Jewish people know how to celebrate you think in the Old Testament God commanded feasts you know I believe that moving forward God is giving a command to the church to celebrate Jesus like never before when someone comes to know him we ought to throw a party you know I thought man coming in the new year we just ought to have a big spread put food out here come sing songs celebrate Jesus celebrate listen here's my let me just ask you this question if you are ever missing peace was it really a time when you were celebrating or griping or complaining or sad I challenge you to celebrate Jesus when we celebrate Jesus acknowledging him as the prince of peace we experience the gift of peace and here's something about faith got to remember this faith celebrates the savior and his gifts it is an act of faith to celebrate him Mm, wow I don't know about you probably like me and that is I want to give more gifts to the folks that are celebrating the gifts I already bought them yeah now let me read you another passage and just encourage you along this 2 Thessalonians 3.16 it says now may the Lord of peace himself give you his peace at all times and in every situation the Lord be with you all Here's the tough things. Or here's the tough thing. Sometimes we don't have peace all the time. So God had Paul write this message to us. And he said, Now may the Lord of peace himself give you his peace at all times. In every situation. That means there will never be a situation. I know about, well I do know about you because I know you live in this world. I know like me, and some of us have had varying degrees as far as how difficult they were. I've had situations that were just perplexing, situations that were heartbreaking, situations that were difficult. Maybe it wasn't even just about me, but someone I love. But here's what the Bible teaches. The Lord of peace himself will give you his peace at all times in every situation what a priceless valuable gift worth celebrating now listen just makes sense based on what we've learned what we've seen in the bible celebrate jesus all the time and enjoy his peace all the time come on at all times You can enjoy the peace if you're celebrating the Prince 
of peace. Listen to Philippians 4.4, and this is the message translation of the Bible. The message Bible is a paraphrase, not a direct translation, but Philippians 4.4 in the message says, celebrate God all day, every day. I mean, revel in him. Folks, don't you think we'd have more peace if we did that all day, every day? If we celebrate him at all times, he will give us peace at all times. Here's what I'm telling you. Go ahead and throw a real Christmas party. Let's throw a real Christmas party and celebrate the King of Kings and Lord of all Lords. If you believe in Christmas, you believe in peace. Christmas boldly proclaims peace is possible. The Savior came. Wow. Let me just end with this. John chapter 14, verse 27, the words of Jesus himself. He says, I, I, not somebody else, I, the Savior, the Son of God, Emmanuel, I am leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. The good news, we never have to be troubled. We never have to be afraid because he's given us the gift of peace. We can feel safe when it's unsafe. We can feel secure when everything about us, our weaknesses, our mistakes want to make us feel insecure. We can experience stability in a very unstable world. Let's celebrate the Savior who gave us this indescribable gift of peace. Wow. This peace the world cannot give. So no need to search for it in the world. Now, hey, there's a level of joy. There's a level of, you know, uh, you, you can experience happiness, uh, you know, when you achieve something. Uh, yay. Some good fit, but not the kind of peace Jesus brings. There's no need to search for peace when you know the Prince of Peace. Don't search for it anything else. You found the peace. Let me say this and we're going to close angels filled the heavens well, well, now let me start back before that Israel celebrated the coming of the Savior the angels celebrated his birth now here's what I'm saying to you let's celebrate the Savior that came and enjoy his peace amen did you get something out of that today I pray that you did